0: Welcome to Behavior Buff, a podcast for the active parent. Ty and Hilary Krieger dive into ways to reduce the stress of parenting. They throw in a little fitness chatter, but mainly guide you how to raise kids in a positive light by delivering tangible tools to use right away. Listen from them and guests just like you on how to go from survival mode to feeling in control when it comes to your kids. Three, two, one... Alright, we're back. New Year, same podcast. Today we are talking about extinction, and no, not dinosaur extinction. But first, I'm going to head into a listener review. This review comes from Stack0224. It reads, short and sweet. Love that the episodes are short, but right to the point. The nuggets of information are fantastic. Hillary and Tyler give actionable ideas, I, as a parent of three, I don't have a ton of time, so with this podcast, I can listen in the car on my way to work and then feel in control of what I need to do. I can't wait to listen more. This is awesome because when we were envisioning the podcast, I feel like this is what I thought about was a busy mom driving in the car, driving her three kids to school or dropping them off at school and then driving to work and just having that short 15 minutes to get some really great action items to move forward to use even just that night so awesome thank you so much for the review we're gonna hop right into it extinction and we're not talking about the dinosaurs i have tyler here with me and he's gonna be talking mostly on it and then i'll kind of interject with questions so go ahead
1: and I would just have to interject right away and say a busy mom or dad because I know there's a few, <laughs>
0: yes, there's it.
1: probably a few dads out there also <laughs> that do listen to the podcast and I just want to say what's up. All right, so we're going to talk about extinction today. This is one of the topics that I really think it's important to talk about whenever we're going to be implementing any sort of behavior change program because it's a really big component that if not understood correctly, can really just throw a wrench in the whole thing. So I'm gonna talk about our personal life for a little bit and start off with the story. So the last six weeks have been really busy for us. An influx of new members at our gym, Hillary caught pneumonia, and then the holidays hit us, creating a perfect storm of events that really left me as a parent running on survival mode. I know through my one-on-one free help calls that we do with a lot of you guys that I'm not the only parent this happens to this time of year. But this doesn't make living in survival mode any better. Just as a damaged spaceship shuts down on all auxiliary systems to stay floating in the air. Sorry, we've been watching a lot of Star Wars lately. Baby Yoda, anybody? (laughs) Um, But anyway, your brain is going to allocate that internal resources to keep you just moving through life. So as a parent... We're not the only ones affected by our limited emotional and energy resources. Our children feel the effects just as much. In our home, these effects were most evident through the behavior of our 20-month-old son, Callan. With one sick parent confined to the bedroom and the other one trying to perform all daily duties at two, Cal was often left being entertained by either the TV or my phone. I hate to say it, but it's, it is what it is. It's honesty, right? But if you followed any of our previous content, you know how we feel about unrestricted screen time. It's no good. However, survival mode will inevitably have you making some poor choices. So Hillary's health did ultimately turn a corner, thank the Lord, for a few days before we left to visit her family for Christmas, and our parenting energy stores began to fill back up. As we now attempt to get back into our ideal parenting practices, the effects on Cal are becoming apparent. Any time he sees me on my phone, even if I'm just trying to take a picture of him, he asks to use it. It is actually adorable because with his little limited vocabulary, he will approximate the request of phone for a minute, phone minute. In, in the weeks prior, I would pull up his favorite YouTube playlist so I could get back to working on whatever important thing I was engrossed in. This time, I tell him no and attempt to redirect him to play with some action figures that he just got. He's not having any of this, and his cute little requests soon form into a whine, and then he attempts to grab the phone right from my hand. I tell him no phone, and his behavior only intensifies into a full-blown tantrum complete with screaming, hitting, and pounding, pounding the floor and pounding my legs. This behavioral phenomenon that Cowan is currently experiencing is what we call extinction. In the field of applied behavioral analysis, Extinction refers to the scenario when a behavior no longer provides the same reinforcer or preferred thing that it used to in the past. In this example, with Cal, his cute verbal requests, behaviors using, that he used to gain access to his favorite baby shark videos, now no longer does. So Cal's response to his request, you see, was no longer being honored and his behavior started to escalate. So first, you remember he started to whine and reach for the phone, but then when he saw that wasn't working, it turned it up a notch and began to cry and scream. And then finally, when that's not working, he turned physical and tries to hit me. So this escalation, both intensity, which is when he was whining, went to crying, or the form when his screaming then went to hitting is what we would define as an extinction burst. And this burst is really common whenever we face extinction for the first time. Now that we have an understanding of what extinction and what an extinction burst is, it's important for us to figure out how can we decrease that amount of time that extinction burst is going to happen for. So the length of an extinction burst is typically determined by three main factors. Number one, how long did the previous behavior access the reinforcement for? The longer the history of reinforcement, the longer the extinction burst will be. Number two, what other coping or adaptive skills does that person have? The more language, social, and coping skills an individual possesses, the easier it'll be to work through the burst and develop some replacement skills. Number three, how consistent is the extinction? If extinction is not being applied consistently, it will not work as the person will intermittently contact the reinforcement, and that intermittent reinforcement is the most resilient to extinction as the person knows the behavior will produce what they are what really wanting but they just don't know when it will occur this basic behavioral principle is why gambling is so addictive and how casinos make all their money so now that we've talked about the three main ways that extinction will be determined or the extinction burst will be determined we'll go back through that list one more time and talk about some examples that could potentially give you a little more clarity on this topic so first, how long was that behavior given access to? And the longer the history, the longer the burst will be. So for example, for Calan, if we had given him access to that phone for a few months or even a year, instead of just a few days, you could see how that extinction burst would be much longer. So the longer the access, the longer the burst. Number two, the coping skills or adaptive skills that the kids have, the more language and social skills that they have, the easier it will be to work through those bursts. So for a kiddo like Kaun who has limited language skills and limited social skills due to his age, those, he doesn't have quite the ability to have a conversation around rules and boundaries and compromising and those types of things. So the older the kiddos are, or the more language and skills that they have, the more that they're going to be able to have a conversation with you and then understand the rules, the boundaries, and maybe even the contingencies around those things. But because he's little and doesn't have those skills, it's a lot harder for him. How old is he? And he's two years old. So it, it would be the same it would be a similar situation if you have a child who has a developmental delay or some sort of cognitive processing issue, they're going to be cognitively lower on the scale, thus the extinction bursts may be more difficult or longer for them to work through. So number three, the consistency of the extinction. So yep, if it's not applied consistently, it's not going to work as well. So you can think of this as if one parent is implementing the rules or the extinction consistently and the other parent isn't or is only doing it intermittently or let's just say if you have grandparents coming in town you're going to see behavior get a lot worse for the parent who's trying to be consistent because that kiddo is contacting extinction all the time because they're getting reinforced and then they have the rules get placed back on them so there is where the consistency is going to really come into play So the next time when you're looking to change a pattern of behavior, it's vital that you're ready to handle that extinction burst and to know that things will always get worse before they get better. However, knowledge is power and knowing that good behavior is on the other side is going to give you the confidence and the hope necessary to stick it out when things are at their worst or when that behavior or that extinction burst is occurring. So whatever you guys do, stick it out because you know it's right on the other side. And I just wanted to say it's so great to be back with you guys after a little bit of a break there. Uh, We kind of told the story as to how things got a bit crazy for us over the holidays. I hope your holiday was smooth and you guys had a really great time spending that quality time with your family. And we will be back on our regular podcast release schedule every Monday and Wednesday starting this week that you're hearing this podcast. Also, I want you guys to head over to BehaviorChangeCollective.com. It's a brand new shiny website that Hillary put together over the break, uh, and she did a fantastic job with it. So go head over there, and there's a ton of ways to get in touch with us depending on what you guys are looking to interact with us on, whether it's individual parent coaching. uh, We have our therapeutic fitness stuff up there now too and some other cool stuff. So take a head over there, and we will see you guys on the flip. So I got to redo that.
0: All right. That's all for now for the Behavior Buff Podcast. You can reach us on Instagram at Behavior Buff. Just kidding. You can reach us on Instagram <laughs> God, at Behavior Change Collective, Facebook Behavior Change Collective. Find our website, behaviorchangecollective.com, or email us at Collective at com. How many times can we say Behavior Change Collective? It's- <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Behavior Buff Podcast. Make sure to follow along on Facebook and Instagram at Behavior Change Collective.